Thank you, Harry, for that reminder. Okay, <laughs> welcome everyone. We are now in the Daf Yomi class of the Haral Baron slash Torah. In our second class in Perik Kida, third Perik of Shabbat. Daf Lamed Zayin was yesterday's Daf. However, we left off in the middle of Lamed Zayin. We're still behind from the holiday. And we left off in the middle of Lamed Zayin. Additionally, I Yes, Eli. No, no, nothing. Good. Additionally, I'd like to clarify something that wasn't clear in the Mishnah. So for those who, are, who have listened to the recording or were on the thing yesterday, I want to review the Mishnah for one second, and then we'll go to today's da. Let's go, let's go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows. If you have an oven that was fueled by either straw or stubble, Two of the same things that go out quickly. You could put on it a cooked food. If it's made with crushed sesame or with, if it's fueled with crushed sesame or with wood, you're not allowed to put it until you either clear out the entire, all the coals, or until you put afar dirt. Bet Shammai says, Chamin avalot avshil. We explained this wrong yesterday. Chamin, uh, we had said, was food that was not, food that was going to be cooked, but not tavshil. Uh, we're going to re-explain that as chamin being something hot, a, a hot liquid. Okay? Chamin, over here. Would be water, hot water, where it doesn't need to be cooked anymore, but not a tavshil, because the tavshil, a person wants it to be cooked more. So that's the difference between how we explained it yesterday and how we'll explain it going forward. Okay? So let's get see if we can get clarity and clue in those who weren't here yet to what we're discussing now. Our Mishnah has an ambiguous part to the Mishnah. And the ambiguous part of the Mishnah is as follows. We, by the way, just to tell you where we're starting, we are on the Vlamid Zayin at the Ibayilahu. Ibayahu Maulis Mokba. Okay? First wide line on Lamad Zayin Amud Aleph, not Amud Bet. So we, pull, uh, we have quite a bit to go before we get to our Daf. So um, the question is really as follows. We were talking about a kira. A kira is a um, an oven where the oven uh, has a place to put something in it, or you could put something on top of it. And the question was in our Mishnah, the Mishnah was ambiguous. It had said that you could put a tavshil on it, and we weren't sure if that what the Mishnah was allowing was allowing them to put something on Shabbat to put it back on the on the oven on Shabbat after you took it off when you put it back? Or was the mission talking about leaving it on from before Shabbat? We went back and forth yesterday three times with no proof. Sam, do you remember that or no? Yeah, the three uh, Tana, what was it? Tashmas, yeah. Three Tashmas. Again, each one was trying, each Tashma was trying what? to prove whether or not our mission is talking about Shihiyah, which is leaving something on the stove from before Shabbat, or our mission is talking about 
Chazara, which is returning something to the fire on Shabbat. The Mishnah could be explained either way. We tried three Tashmas and came up with no proof, and that's what we left off yesterday. Would like to honorable mention Avi Alalo, who's making a cameo appearance to class. Welcome, Avi. Hi, <laughs> Welcome. So, Avi, we're starting on the bottom of Lamed Zayin Amunalf. Ibayalahu. The Gemara wants to know, Maul is Can you put your food next to the fire? So, we're talking here. Um, I really need a good picture. So, yesterday I didn't have this. Yeah, look over here. Okay, guys. You see what I got here? Is everyone looking? Is this clear? Can you see this or you can't see what I'm putting up here? Yes, yeah, so yeah, we can see it. See it. Yeah, it's okay, good. So now, if you look, this is a Kira. So it's like a, it's a, I would call it a clay item. This is the Kira here. This is the pot put on the Kira. This is the door to the Kira. You could open the door and either you could put inside fuel. You could use any type of fuel. You could use um, straw or you could use sticks. And you could also put a pot inside here on top of the fuel. That's also doable, or the standard place to put it is on top. Now, our question now is, what if someone wants to put a pot right outside the door? The door to this thing is very hot. So if I have a pot that I want to warm up, am I allowed to place it right outside this door over here? Is that clear? Is the question clear, guys? Yes. Okay. So let's go back to that, please. Rabbi, the pot that's on the top, that's okay on Shabbat? No, right? So again, it depends when you say that's okay on Shabbat, it's a very vague question. Is it okay to leave it there from before Shabbat? What's in the, what, what did you fuel the fire with? If you fueled it with straw and you left it before Shabbat, it seemed like it was okay. Depending who you talk like, Bet Shabbat, Bet Yilel, there's all different stories over here. You have to hear yesterday's class to really follow it through. But depending when you put the pot on the fire, are you putting it on, on Shabbat? That, that might be a problem. But that's for sure a problem if the pot wasn't on the fire before Shabbat. If you put it on from before Shabbat, you want to leave it on Shabbat, that was Machloket. Hananya was saying it's fine. You don't have to do anything. It's all good. And uh, the other Rebbe was saying, no, it's not good. And that's the Machloket in the Gemara right now. If we had two options, option A, option B. According to option A, it was totally fine to leave it on before Shabbat. If it's straw, if it's a straw-fueled oven, if it was a, if it was a um, wood-fueled oven, it was it was fine according to Hananya, but not according to the other rabbi. That was option A and option B, and we don't know what Emerson is talking about. Are you with me so far, Elon? Yes, yes. So now the question is that little hole on the bottom of the oven. It's already Shabbat. Can I put a pot there to heat it up? So now the question is, yes, can you put something next to it? Exactly. Okay. Okay. And we're talking about a case where the, the oven is fueled by, um, the oven is fueled by wood and they did not remove the wood. We had mentioned before that when you remove the wood, before Shabbat and the heat stays in the oven, 
then it's okay to leave something on the fire. But here, the wood is still in there. But you're not putting it in the normal spot, you're putting it in the front. Is it okay or not? Okay? The Gemara wants to know, do we say, when you put it on top of it, or when you put it in it, that's asur. <coughs> but to put next to it, that's okay. Or Dilma, or maybe Loshna, there's no difference. What's the difference? Top, side, it's all Asur. Okay? Okay. Says the Gemara, Tashma will bring you a proof. We have a case of This means, let's say you have a guy who's got two, he's got a double kira. He's got two attached kiras that are next to each other. Okay. One of them, you cleared out all the wood and one you didn't. So the you're allowed to leave something on top of the one that's cleared out. Even though some of the heat from the adjacent oven gets to the first one. You, in other words, you, there's oven A and oven B. The two ovens are attached. You're putting on oven A, which someone cleared out all the wood from. Very nice. But oven B still has the wood in it. And the heat from the oven B does get to oven A also even though there's a wall in between, but the heat does get to it, and still you see it's okay. So therefore, one would think that just like that's okay, even though it gets heat, so too it's also okay to put it next to the door like we had in our picture. Is everyone with me? You see the connection? Just like we're saying, it's okay to put it on the, when you have two next to each other. One with heat, one without heat. You can put on this one, even on the one without heat, even though it's getting some heat from the other one. So too, it's okay to put it in front of the door, even though it's going to get heat. Who cares? Good. Igmar says, Dilma Shani Hatam. Maybe not. Maybe you can't compare the two cases. The Kevin, the Midday Shalit Ba'avira. Since it's high up, since over there you're putting it high up, therefore the the air gets to it, the wind will blow on it, and it doesn't get as hot. But on the bottom, if it gets hotter, maybe it's worse, so therefore you can't bring a proof from that case. Tomorrow we'll try again. Tashma, we'll bring another proof. The Amr of Safra, Amr of Chia, who Safra is the name of Chia, Katma, if you covered all the coals, we explained before. Hold on one second. So, we explained before, I'd like to welcome Michael on. Um, we explained before that uh, there are two ways, if you have wood in your fire, there are two ways to allow it on Shabbat for sure. The two ways that we allowed them, welcome Irving also, the two ways that we allowed them were either if you cleared all the wood out of the fire, because that showed, that lowers the heat of the fire, a little, of, the, of the oven a little bit, and it makes it mutar, Alternatively, you could take dirt and you cover the coals with dirt and that also lowers the heat of the fire a bit and that would also make it allowed. 
So the Lord asked me to bring you a proof from the following case. Rav Safran, name of says, Kitma, if you covered them with dirt or with dust in order to cool them off, and then after you covered them, they went back and they got reignited. They got reignited now. And now that they're reignited, the flames burst out through the dirt that was on top of it. Still, Sobchina, you could you could put thank you. You could put stuff next to this the 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 You could put stuff on top of it. Don't think about it, you could take things out of it. You could put things back in it. End of writer. Okay? End of statement. So Safra in the name of Rukhia is saying the following. If you have a kira that you covered with dirt, and even though you cover with dirt or you covered with ashes, still the fire leaped out of it, and now the fire is going like normal. You still don't worry. As long as you covered it with the dirt, it's fine. You can still do the following four things. Number one, it says you could put stuff right outside the front. You could put stuff on top. You could take things from it, and you could return things to it. Now, hold on a second. The first thing that we mentioned that you're allowed to do was that you're allowed to put stuff, which is put the thing right in front of the door. You see, we see from this statement, you see from here that when it comes to leaving stuff in front of the door, it's only because I put dirt on it that I'm allowed to do it. But if I didn't put dirt, it would be a sewer. So we just figured out the answer to the question that we had. The question we had was, if could I put it in front of the door if I didn't put dirt on it? You see here in the statement that only because they put dirt on it, they're allowing it. We said, oh, you put dirt, it came out. It's still okay. Don't worry. You can still do all these things. But you see, only because they put the dirt. Is everyone with me? Yes. Uh, I got Eli, I got Sam, I got Irving. Awesome. Avi, I hope you're with us. Okay. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. And the answer, no. According to the way you figured this out. So what are you going to say about the third one? It says, When in the statement he had said, not leaving many, you could also take it off it, right? Viktani, kit ma'in lo kit malo. What are you going to say about that? You're going to say you can only take it off if it was covered with dirt. Taking it off, you can always take it off. Taking it off was never a problem. I'll just like just like taking it off. The bright that doesn't have to be talking about only a case of kitma. So too, when we said not, so when we said somchin, it's also always allowed. The Mishnah doesn't only list things that are allowed when you covered it with dirt, because notlin is something that's allowed even without covering with dirt. So therefore, just the same way I can tell you that notlin is something that's always allowed, I'll tell you that somchin is something that's always allowed, and therefore you are allowed maybe to leave your pot outside the fire in front of your kira. With me, guys? I lost Irving. One more time. Let's get it clear. The bright dad listed four things. Okay? These four things they're saying is okay if don't worry, even though you covered it with dirt and afterwards it, it burst out, 
don't worry about it, it's fine. The, all four things are okay. And the first one of the four things was somchim, which was our question. We wanted to know, can you do smicha in an oven that you did not take out the wood? And since you, so we said, well, since you see that, uh, since you see that the, when you, you ha- when you took out the wood, they let you do the somchim. It sounds like if you didn't take out the wood, you're not allowed to do smicha. Ah, uh, you see, we pro- answer the proof to our question. Answer the no, look at number three. Number three was not lean. Not lean, you could always do. Don't tell me not lean is only when you uh, when you took out the wood. You could always take out take, take your pot off the fire. That, that's not a problem. And therefore, just like not lean is always okay, I can tell you that somchin is also always okay. And maybe the answer to the question is that smicha is allowed without taking out the wood. Oh. So, yes, the Gemara, Hachi Hashta, is that so? Hatam, over there, notlin umachsinim bechad makomu. Over there in the Sefa, when we said notlin umachsinim, if you remember, number three and four was taking it off and putting it back. So notlin and machsinim go together. Take off, put back, they're both in the same spot. So the reason why we mentioned notlin was because of Machsirin, right? But, but it's the only ones in the spot. And Mekayimim is in a different place, which means there's no reason to mention both of them together. The fact that you mentioned Somchin is going to be a proof that it's only allowed with this thing, because these two were mentioned as a pair, because they're in the same spot. But these two are not a pair. So don't tell me you mentioned Somchim because of this one. They're not, a, they're not a pair. And therefore, the fact that you mentioned Somchim is a proof. And do not, do not disagree with that proof. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Somchim is now not a proof. Hold on, let me make sure. Right, okay, well, no, it is a proof. We're saying it is a proof. I'm sorry, it is a proof. So, smicha is a proof that it's asur to do smicha and akira if you didn't do gufan too. Okay, my havala, so what's the law? Tashma, kira shizuka begeva gavim, somchima, ve'en mikamimala, elam ken gufaktuma. I'm sorry, the, the Gemara wanted to bring a proof, but now the Gemara is saying no, that it is allowed. Even without Gufa Okay? We brought a proof from the Brighta, which is straight out. What's the rest of the Brighta? Gichalim Shemamu. If you have coals that went down, or you put uh, broken pieces of flax, that's the same as if you cleared it out. That's good enough. So if you want to know, when you have coals in your fire, as long as the coals went out, don't worry, you don't have to do anything to it. It's fine. Amar of Yitzhak Nachmani, right now on the bottom of the page. Amar Yitzhak Nachmani, Amar of Oshia. Kitma v'huvara. If you covered it 
Vihubara, and it went back on on its own. Mashin Alea Khamim Shuchmu Kotzuchabishu Kotzuchan. You're allowed to leave on it, Mishahim means leave from before Shabbat, Khamin, hot water, Shehuchmu Kotzuchan, which was fully heated before Shabbat, Vitavshil or cooked food, Shibishel Kotzuchan, that was fully cooked all the way. Got it? That's a statement. Now that statement was made by Rav Oshia. Again, Rav Oshia's statement. Pay attention to Rav Oshia's statement. He's claiming that if you took out the coals of the kira, or not took out, if you covered the coals of the kira, and then they on their own started working, it's okay to leave two things. Number one, a, a cooked hot water that's fully hot, or a cooked food that's fully cooked. Now the Gemara is going to say. Shema Mina, the Gemara is trying to clarify the statement of Rav Oshia. Shema Mina, could we figure out from Rav Oshia? That it's always okay if the food is fully cooked. But we want to clarify the following. When food is fully cooked, what does fully cooked mean? Does fully cooked mean that it's fully cooked? If you ask me if it's raw, no, it's fully cooked. But it's getting, if the more I leave it on the fire, the more burnt it gets. That's called mitztamek. It gets smaller, viralo, and it gets worse the smaller it gets. Or are we talking mitztamek viyafelo, which means that the longer you leave on the fire, it's getting better and better and better. The difference is a big huge, Elon, because mitztamek viyafelo, if it's, that we're telling you that, if it's mitztamek viyafelo, we're telling you, that as no problem, as long as it's fully cooked, even though it's getting better and better and better, the longer you leave it on, it's still fine. For example, I'll give you an example. Eli, Why? Because the, the food status isn't changing once it's cooked? Is that what it is? Well, mm-hmm. all foods change when they're being cooked. Let's talk about lachmajin, okay? Uh, a classical case will be lachmajin. Uh, Eli, you've ever heard about lachmajin? Yes, yes, I have. They actually have it with matzah now also. Okay, so let's say you have a lachmajin on matzah, okay? And your lachmajin is cooked, you, but you like them toasty, okay? Now, when you're leaving it on the fire, it's getting toastier and better and improving. Is it cooked? Yeah, it was cooked. But it's getting better. That's called mitztamek viyafelo. Mitztamek viralo is, it's already toasty, and it's getting burnt, okay? So we're trying to clarify. When Rav Oshia said his rule, and he said, anything that's fully cooked, and you put ashes on the coals, and then the, the fire bursts through the ashes, you're still allowed to leave anything that's fully cooked on. Well, he said anything that's fully cooked. That sounds like anything that's fully cooked even if it's getting better. So even if it's a little soft, but it's cooked, and it's getting toastier, and it's getting much better, you're still allowed to leave it on the fire, which is a big kiddush, because then, since it's getting better, one might think that maybe you might fan the flames. After all, you're enjoying that it's getting cooked, right? Or do we say, no, 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 he's only talking about something that's getting burnt. That's fully cooked. So we're saying, we're, we're assuming that since he didn't specify, since the Gemara on top of Lama Zayin, I'm in bed. now we see from here, that even if it's getting better, it's fine. Avi, you with us? Awesome. Yes, Rabbi. 
Awesome. The Mara says, no, not necessarily. Shani hacha. Tikitma. Over there, it's different. The reason why it's okay is because you put the ashes in the beginning. Even though it came through, right? Still, you show that you don't want it to get better. Once you show that you're trying to extinguish the fire, we're not worried you're going to flame it. But that doesn't mean that we'll let Mitzamek Viafelo, we'll let your mushy lachmajin uh, when when you didn't do that to the fire, not necessarily. Yomara says, Ihachi, if you're talking about a case of not Mitzamek Viafelo, talking about Mitzamek Viralo, I'm sorry, Ihachi, if you're talking about a case, where the guy covered it and it's already as if as if it's still as if it's still ashes. My remember, so what's the chidush? What are you trying to tell me? Mar We wanted to teach you the rule. We weren't trying to teach you the rule of When Rav Oshia said his law, he was trying to teach you the rule that even though you the flames subsequently burst out, and if you look at this fire, it looks like a regular fire after all the flames are going. And the ashes that you put didn't work. Since you put ashes, it has a law like a, a fire that you try to extinguish, and it's fine. Since you it blasted out, Hajra I would have thought that once it blasted out, it goes back to the Milta Kamait, its original state, and we say you can't put anything on it. Kamash Malan comes to teach you, no, it's not true. Once you put ashes, okay. But we're not coming to tell you the rule, but it's to make Biafalo. We didn't figure out this rule about the Lachmajin. We're just coming to tell you the rule about the ashes. Okay? The Gemara, okay, so that was of Oshia's rule. We didn't clarify what he's talking about. Now we're going to bring a rule from Rabbi Yochanan. If you covered the fires with ashes, and it blew out of it. In other words, the flames came out anyway. You could put a fully hot beverage and you can put a cooked food that is fully cooked. Even if they're the strong, strong coals. Okay. Now we see from here, so we can see again the same thing from here. Now you see that the Mitzamek is okay, that the Mushi Lachma jeans is still allowed to be put back on. Mara says, no, not necessarily. Shani hacha, over there, it's different to kitma because you covered it. What's the chidush? What are you trying to teach me? It's coming to teach you the, the rule that even though blasted out, it's okay. Mara says, that's the same law as Yoshia. No. Here we told you extra chidush because since you have the extra strong coals, you might think that the extra strong coals are worse. And since they're extra strong coals, maybe when the fire bursts out of them, you have to look at that as if it's uh, really, really considered uh, like an open fire. No, still, since you put the ashes, it's okay. And that's the chidush of Rabbi Yochanan. So all that was Rabbi Yochanan in number, in the name of Rabbi, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Now we're going to talk about Rabbi Shashat in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. I'm Rabbi Shashat, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Kira shehiska begeven u'be'etzim. If you have a kira that you did with wood or sesames, you're allowed to leave on it a hot water that's not fully hot. This is a new one. Rosh is saying not just the hot water, 
Till now, Rabbah had said, Rabbi Yochanan let hot water that's fully hot. Now he's letting hot water that's not fully hot. And cook food that's not fully cooked. Even if the lachmajin or your um, cholent is not fully cooked, you're still allowed to leave it on. Akar, but if you removed it, you can't put it back on Shabbat unless you put, unless you took out the coals before Shabbat or if you put stuff on it before Shabbat. Now, over here, we're definitely saying a rule. Kasavar, Gemara says, Kasavar, we see that this rabbi holds Matnitin Lehachzirtnan. If you remember, for those guys who were here yesterday, we had a question if our Mishnah was Chananya, option A, or our Mishnah was the Rabbanan, option B. We see from here that Rav holds that our Mishnah is Chananya, because Chananya says the only problem is Chazara, and Shehiyah, leaving it on the fire, is always okay. Here, this rabbi is allowing leaving things on the fire. If Rosh Hashanah is saying that, that means he must hold that our Mishnah was written by Hananya. Does everyone know what I'm talking about or not? Awesome. Three out of four. Anyone has a question? You're welcome to ask it. Okay. Amar Rava. Rava says the following. Travayu Tanani. What do I need this statement of Rav Sheshit? I know them both from a different Mishnayot. I don't need Rav Sheshit. I can see it from two different Mishnayot. How do we see? Again, he had said two rules. He had said Lishot and Lachzir. A rule about leaving things on the fire. He says that if it's fully, he says if it's not fully cooked, you can leave it on the fire. And if you took it off, you can't put it back till you put till you did garuf katum. Okay, so he's saying this is the thing of the shahot tanina. I know that already. How do we know it? Because we learned from the mishnah before. You remember this mishnah for the guys who are here. You can't slap your lafa bread onto the side of the tanur of the oven as it starts getting dark. And not a loaf on top of a coal. Unless you develop a crust before Shabbat starts. But if it will develop a crust, you see it's allowed, even though it's not Garuf Katum. So we already know this rule. What do I need the rabbi to tell me? I know the rule already. And also the Achzir, the rule of the Achzir also I could have figured out. Not me, Tanina. Because remember we said that you, you can't put it back unless it's Garufa Katum. I know that also. From the Al Mishnah before, we said, Betilel says, Af Machzili, he says, you're allowed to return it back. Ad Kamloko Shar Betilel, Betilel only let El Gufa only if it's cleared out of wood. Aval Be'en Gufa Ketumah, but if you left the wood in, Lo, he never would let. So therefore, both statements are obvious. What do I need them for? Our answers. 
Rafshish is just coming to show us the, the details of both Mishnayot. That's all he's coming to do. He's telling you the details of both Mishnayot. He's not coming to tell you an extra big Kiddush. He's coming to show you what the Mishnayot mean. If you have a kira, an uh, oven, that you lit it with wood, oh, he's saying, this is saying that, Rabbi Yochanan saying, that you're allowed to put chamin on it, right? Even if it's getting better, even your lech machine that's getting crispier, still you're allowed to put it on. Umar says, How could you say that you're allowed to put some the lech machine that's getting better on the fire? Didn't Rav and Shmuel both say that if the lech machine is getting better, it's worse? It's asur? Amar Aleh, so Shmuel my respond. I know that Shmuel said it's Asur. I was telling you in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. You're bringing me a question that Rav and Shmuel say it's Asur. I know that they say it's Asur, but what's the make me up on the fire? I was telling you in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. What does one of do the other? Are you with me, guys? Again, Shmuel by Huda said the name of Rabbi Yochanan. And you could put your mushy lachmaji that's fully cooked on the fire, it's fine. He said, Name of Yochanan. They came and they asked him, What do you mean? How could you talk like that? Didn't Robin Shmuel both say that you're not allowed him? He said, Yeah, I know. Robin Shmuel said you're not allowed him. I was talking like a Yochanan. I'm a layer of Ukva Mimeshan, the Ravashi. So Ukva Mimeshan told Ravashi, Atun, you fellows, like Ravashi, the Mikarbo. You live close to where Rav and Shmuel used to live. Avidu You have to follow like Rav and Shmuel. Anan, we who live far from Rav and Shmuel, we're going to follow Rav Yochanan. Now, I want to point out to you, it sounds like he's telling you, if you live in the town of Rav and Shmuel, you have to follow Rav and Shmuel. Understand that Rav Ashi lived 200 years after Rav and Shmuel. And the rabbi is telling him, that since you live in the town where he lived, you still have to stick with his rules. And we who live in Israel, we're going to follow Rabbi Yochanan, even though Rabbi Yochanan also passed away 200 years before that. Amale Abaya the Rabbi Yosef. Can you leave food on the fire that's, that's, that's left open? Rabbi Yehuda, we have a famous story that Rabbi Yehuda used to leave food on the fire and eat it. Eli, so this is our question. Can you leave the food on the fire, on that fire? The answer is what Rabbi Huda did. I'm laying now. Buy me that Rabbi Huda. Don't bring a proof from Rabbi Huda. You know why? The cave on this, the Masukan who, since he was in danger of dying, you know that about Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda was in danger of dying. He needed to eat at any point. He's such a sakana, you allow him to do an archivat for him. Leave it but me and you who are healthy, my what's the law? Amale, so he told him, Bisura in the name of this in the city of Sura, Mashu, the people leave it on the fire. That Rav Nachma Yitzik Mari the Uvda Haber, Umashu Levachil. Rav Nachma Yitzik was a famous rabbi who knew what was going on, and he used to leave it on the fire and eat it. So therefore, yes, you are allowed to leave it on the fire and eat it. 
There's no issue to leave things on the fire before Shabbat. Amar of Ashi, Rashi says, Kamina Kamedir of Huna. I stood in front of Huna. Vishahim Kisi the Harsanana. I left my fish on the fire. Vahil and he ate from them. Viloya Dana. I don't know why he ate. I mishum de kasavad but tzamek biafelo. Right? Mutar. If he holds the things that get better are always mutar, and that's why he lets it. Maybe he is stripped and he only lets it when it gets worse. But he holds that since this fish dish that they were eating has flour in it, the more you cook it, he holds it gets worse. And therefore, the reason why he's letting it is only because it gets worse. Again, we have a story there of Huna ate this fish dish that was left on the fire from before Shabbat. We don't know why he ate it. Does he hold that the fish dish gets better? So therefore, it's like the mushy lachmajin that's getting crispy, and yet he's still eating it. Or does he hold that the fish dish is like a crispy lachmajin, which is getting burnt? And therefore, he's not only allowing when it's getting burnt, but not otherwise. Is everyone with me? Yeah. Awesome. Amar Nachman, Nachman explains, Mitzamek v'yafalo asur. If it's mushy and it's getting crispy, it's asur. It's the mekbiralo mutar. But if it's crispy and getting burnt, then it's okay. Call the middle, this is the rule. Call the itbe micha. Anything that has any flour in it, it's always getting worse. Lebar, except for lifta, except for, uh, I think lifta is beets, a certain type of vegetable. The avagab, the itbe micha over there, even if it has flour, it gets better. It only gets better when you have meat mixed in it. But it has no meat, it's bad for it. And when it has meat in it, we didn't say that it's getting better. That's if you don't need it to serve it to guests. But if you're serving to guests, it's getting worse. Over there, we were telling you what's the difference if there's guests or no guests. It seems like this, this particular type of cooked food is getting smaller and it's starting to look measly. It's looking like ichi. But even though it's looking ichi, it's getting better. So depending on whether you have guests, that will depend whether it's getting better or worse. If you're not having guests, you're going to be happy that it's shrinking because the more it shrinks, the better it tastes. But if you're having guests, then you don't want to serve something that looks so small and measly, then it's called getting worse. So this particular dish, it depends whether you have guests or not, whether it's allowed to be left on the fire. Okay, are we clear? Lavta, which is uh, uh, fig food, daisa, oatmeal, tamri, date food, those are foods that are getting worse. Those are like the burnt, the crispy lachmajins, which are getting burnt. Okay. We are now on the bottom line of Lamed Zayin Abubet, about to start our daf for today. Till now, we were just catching up. Says the Gemara, they asked the following question. If you forgot your pot on top of a kira, and the food cooked on Shabbat. You had food that was uncooked, 
and you left it on the fire before Shabbat. And during Shabbat, it got cooked. Avi, you got this case? You have your chali that you left on the fire before Shabbat, and it cooked on Shabbat. Mahu, what the law? Ishtik, he was quiet. He didn't answer anything. Bar Abba was asked this question, didn't answer. The next day, he went and he included in his speech, and he said, one who cooks on Shabbat, if he did it by accident, he can eat it on Shabbat. So if you cooked, you left it on fire and it cooked on it. No, he's not talking about Shabbat. He's not talking about somebody who left it on the Kira. He's talking about a guy who actually cooked on Shabbat. No, but he placed it before before Shabbat, no? So it's okay, right? Hold on. They asked him if you left it on from before Shabbat. Yeah, and he then it got, got up in yeah. shul, and he said a, a worse case than that. He said a case where the guy went on, didn't realize it's Shabbat, Friday night, he opens the oven, and he puts the uh, rochali in the oven on Shabbat, and he cooked it. That's the case he's Oh, by accident. by accident. By accident. Okay. 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 Again, they asked him about someone who didn't do right. a production on Shabbat. He, they just... Right. Just so he asked, so if he did it on accident on Shabbat, uh, it's uh, obvious that if he uh, if he did it before Shabbat, it's okay. Maybe. Good, Harry. We're going to see if that's true. We're gonna, okay. The the the, the are later going to analyze what he meant, and one of them is going to say what you said, Harry. But bear with me. Just get the story clear before we go further. Story has to be clear. Again, this is a brand new story here. We have a story. <laughs> of a bunch of people. They come to the rabbi, they say, Rabbi, someone left their, they did shihiya. Shihiya means they left their bread on the fire by accident before Shabbat and it cooked into Shabbat. What's the law? Nothing. He got up in shul later that day and he spoke about a worse case. He spoke about a case where a guy put the food in the oven on Shabbat, and he said, if it's by accident, he said, eat it. And if it's the mezid, if he did it on purpose, don't eat it till after Moshe Okay. But he did not go back and tell us the law of a guy who left another fire before Shabbat. So the first rabbi, my Veloshana, what does he mean when he didn't say? So Harry's, Harry's explanation is the explanation of Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef. Follow them in front. My Doloshna. What does it mean, Doloshna? Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef. Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef both say, by the way, Rabbah and Yosef are rabbi and students. They usually argue with Rabbi Yosef. They both say, he means to be lenient in the case of the Shia. Why? By the case of the Bashel, the guy didn't actually Shabbat. The guy opened his oven on Shabbat and put it in. And he still he said, That's what he says if you do it on purpose, you can eat. I will hide. But the guy who left him on Friday, the Lokavi Masa, he didn't do an action on Shabbat with his hands. Right? Then that guy could eat even if he does it on purpose. Good. So this rabbi, Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, 
our understanding that if the rabbi got up and said, only the Shogeg guy, sorry, only the Shabbat guy can eat, it sounds like that the guy from Friday could eat even Bemezid. That's what it sounds like. Rav Nachman goes the opposite way. He does not agree with her. He says, the opposite coming to be Isur. He says, when it comes to cooking on Shabbat, nobody, when you do that by mistake, nobody's going to ever come and sketch it and say, wink, wink. Uh, I did it by accident, Rabbi. Wink, 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 wink. Nobody's going to do that when it comes to cooking on Shabbat. No one does that. But when it comes to Friday afternoon, which is only a gazette of the rabbis, so they might put it on a purpose. If, they, if it's right before Shabbat, and they didn't cook their chali, they might say, you know what? Um, slam the, the chali in, on the oven. And then afterwards, tell the rabbi, uh, was it on purpose or by accident? Um, um, accident, even though it's really on purpose. But they'll never do that thing to a Friday night cooking, but they will do it on a Friday afternoon, which is the only day of Rabbanan. So since the Friday afternoon is the Rabbanan, we're actually stricter on the Friday afternoon than we would be on Shabbat. Because no, because we're not worried that on Shabbat anyone's going to do a wink-wink. Right. You with us? So Rabbanan disagrees with the Rabbi Yosef. He says, no. When the rabbis, they tell us to read by cooking Shabbat, you're not going to come to do it. Therefore, that's why he said that if you did it by accident, you can eat it. But in the case of leaving on Friday, the Atiyahuma, where people do a lot of wink winking on Friday, then you can never eat it. The Friday is worse than Shabbat, the Friday you can never eat. When it's on Shabbat, you can eat. When it's from Friday, even Bishogeg, you can't eat. That's Rav Okay? So we have two so people are going to sketch around before Shabbat, so he made it stricter, so like, you can't Correct. do it, Hajj. Okay. According to Rav both of yeah. them are looking at the same story, Harry. But one yeah, of them sketching. looks at the story. Yeah. So one of them looks at the story and says, oh, he told you this Shabbat case, and he expects you to know that you're more lenient on Friday. In other words, no, he told you the Shabbat case, and he expects you to know that we're more strict on Friday. You with us? Yeah. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to ask a question on both Rabba and Rabbi Yosef and Harry. Says the Gemara, I'll ask you a question. If someone left his Kedera on a Kira, and it cooked on Shabbat. Bishogeg, if it's by accident, Yochal, you can eat it. Bimezid, if it's on purpose, Lo Yochal, you can't eat it. Bamed Ramun, when were these words said? Bechamin Shilohukotokan. In hot water that wasn't fully hot. Bitavshil Shilobishatokan. Or a cooked food that wasn't fully cooked before Shabbat. Aval Chamin Shilohukotokan. But if it was fully cooked, fully hot before Shabbat. Or if I have a cooked food that's fully cooked before Shabbat, whether it's on Shogay, you could eat it. That's according to a mayor. If it's fully cooked, because it gets worse. It gets, the, the more it cooks, the worse it gets. 
Anything that gets better can go on cool with green and roof, like cabbage and pool and chutney, asur. If it gets better, mutar. That's the opinion of Yehuda. So it says, now that was the bright that we're quoting. Katani Mia, we see over here, Tavshil Shilobi Shil Kotsoko. If you have a cooked food that's not fully cooked, right? There's a difference between Shogeg and Mezid, right? So if you learn like the second rabbi from Nachum Yitzchak, Lokasha, Kan Kodem Gezera, Kan Now, from Nachum Yitzchak says it's fully asur, and this Brita says, well, it depends if it's getting better or getting worse. So I'll just say, oh, when the Brita says it depends if it's getting better or getting worse, that was the law, and from Nachum Yitzchak said it's always asur. Is talking about after the rabbis went with the Gizanah and said, We're afraid the people are going to wink, wink. So we made the Gizanah that's always Asur. So it fits fine. It could fit like him. The reason why the bright is being a little more lenient is because it's before the Gizanah and Ramnachmaita was talking after the Gizanah. So it could, we could square the bright away with the Ramnachmaita. El Rabbah of Yosef, but according to Rabbah of Yosef and Harry, right? The Amri Lehetera, and he said, that we should be more lenient in a case where it's Friday. Good. If you're talking about from before the Gezerah, Kasha Mezid. The Mezid is not going to work out because the Brighton says Mezid is Asur and Rechi Rabba was being Matir. And if it was talking about after the Gezerah happened already, Kasha Nami Shogeg is a question about Shogeg because Rechi Rabba had let both, and here both are Asura. Roy says, Kashi, you're right. We knocked out Rabba and Rabbi Yosef and Harry as well. Okay. Now, the Gemara wants to talk about what is this Gizirah that Rabbi Nachman was talking about. My Gizirah, what's the Gizirah? The Amar of Yehuda, Bar Shmuel, Amar of Abba, Amar of Kana, Amar Rav. B'tchilah in the beginning, Hayumim, the rabbis would say, one who cooked on Shabbat, if you do it on purpose, you can eat, but you can't eat, and you by accident, okay. Who are you the Also, if you forgot on the fire. When there a lot of people started leaving it on purpose, Gorim and winking and winking and saying, Oh, we forgot, oh, we forgot, Rabbi. So therefore, they started making a fine on the guy who forgot. Whether you forgot with a wink or you really forgot, the rabbis made a gizera that you can't do it. The Gemara says, Okay, that's good for Behuda. What about Remeir and Remeir? We have a contradiction in Remeir from our, what we said before, according to Petit Elamadayinamoral, and Remeir over here. And Kashim Yudayinamoral, we have a Kashim Yudayinamoral also. If you go back to Elamadayinamoral, we had Remeir over there. Let's see if we can find it here. 
here. If you turn back to Lama Zayin, Tashma, Beit Kilot Matimot, Echad Gufa Gufa, Echad Shenu Gufa Gufa, Meshina Gabe Gufa Gufa, Me'en Mashim Hashem Gufa Gufa, Me'en Gufa. Mahen Mashim, Beit Shemai says, Velokum, Beit Hillel says, Chamin, Avolot Tavshil. So Beit Hillel allowed Chamin, but not Tavshil. Right? That was Remer. But by us, we, we allowed both Chamin and Tavshil. So how come Remer over there only let Chamin but not Tavshil? And here he let Chamin and Tavshil. And we also have a question from Yehuda because in the Brighta before, Rabbi Yehuda, according to Betilel, allowed Chamin and Tavshil. And over here, he doesn't let anything. The Gemara answers both questions. Dear Mir, the Mir, look, Kasha. Remer and Mir is not a question. Halachatchila, Hadiyavad. When Remer allows only Chamin, that's Lechatchila. When he allows both, it's Bidiyavad. If, if I did it already, okay, he'll allow both. But Lechatchila, if you ask him beforehand, he'll only allow Chamin. And Rudah Rudah, not be Lokasha. Question Rudah Rudah is also not a question. Why? Kan, the goof of Tumor. One is when you clear out the codes. Kan, the other one is when you didn't clear out the codes. Okay, beautiful. Guys, we're up to the Ibayalahu. First, we're in line, about 10 lines from the bottom. Ibayalahu, the Gemara asked the question now. Avad Mashiha, if a guy left his food on the fire that wasn't cleared out, my, mi banan olo, do the rabbis make a knas or, or not? We already learned before. Now, we already asked that question before. However, the Maharshal explains, the Gemara wants to know what happens if the guy thought it was okay. Not talking about a mezid 100%. Mezid, we already know it's that sort. What if the guy thought it was okay to leave on the fire? He left it on like that. What's the law? Mi kansur banan? Do the rabbis make a knas or not? Tashma, the Gemara says, I'll bring you a proof from the following brighter. The Amar Shmuel by Natan Amar Khanina. Kishalach Rabbi Yossi with Tzipori. When Rabbi Yossi went to Tzipori, Matzah Chamin Shnishtahu Al Gabekira. He saw a hot water on a kira that was the that the, the coals were still in it. The loss of land, and he didn't make it asur. He saw Betzim Mitzumakot. He saw shriveled up eggs that were completely cooked. They were left on the fire for a long time. And he made it a sewer. My love, let's presume, he was talking about making a sewer for that Shabbat. And if so, if so, we see that a guy who leaves it on the fire, the rabbi says a sewer for that Shabbat. Look, the Shabbat about the Gemara says, no. When you miss up the story, when the brightest says that he said it's a sewer, doesn't mean he said, Oh, you can't drink that water, or oh, you can't eat those eggs. No, he was saying, Don't do this next week. But it doesn't mean he didn't let, he didn't let you eat it. So, therefore, you can't bring the proof whether or not there's a knas on a guy like this, because I can explain that the story meant when he said the word asur, it means he can't do it next week. Not that he was saying that this, that this week you can't eat it, but not necessarily with their knas. Now, the Gemara is going to figure it out. Once you see saw the story, the Gemara wants to figure out the rule about whether betzim are like soggy lachmajin or crispy lachmajin. Are they getting better or worse? So the Gemara, mechlal, 
Obviously, shriveled up eggs get better tasting. In, yes, says, one time, me and Rebbe went to a certain place during the week. They brought us shriveled up eggs. Kuzdrin. They were small like an Uzdrin. We ate a lot of them. Obviously, if we ate a lot of them, you see they get better when they're smaller. Proof. Okay, so we have a proof. Two proofs that eggs get better when they're shriveled up. Okay, we're now at the two dots on the bottom of the page. We said in the Mishnah, According to Bet Yilel, you're even allowed to you're even allowed to bring it back, put it back on the fire. Uh, how long have we been on for? Anyone has track of how long we've been on for? Because I can't see over here. Well, we started at like eight fifty. So an hour. We're on an hour already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like to usually stop after an hour, but we're only on the bottom of the. We're page. doing good. Yeah, we're doing good. Five more minutes. Yeah, I'm loving it. Okay, so I'm going to try to get to the Mishnah at least. Let's see if we can do it. I, I usually have a hard and fast rule not to go more than an hour, but we're going to have to break it this time. Should we do two recordings? What? I'm still recording. No, should we do two recordings? We'll stop now and do another one? Harry, what an idea. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, ending the class, everyone get right back on. Okay? One, two, three. Boom.